This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hi everyone, my name is Matt Manning, Technical Services Consultant in the BT Technical Services team, a group of qualified individuals who can help you as advisors answer any advice technical related queries you may have. Today's podcast is on the topic of Division 296, the new tax on super earnings from 1 July 2025. So whilst we wouldn't usually produce material for a proposal that's more than a year away, for Division 296, or D296 for short, I've made an exception. Now firstly because it's topical in the sense that we're already fielding tech hotline and emails on this new tax, and also it's pretty complicated, so I think it'd be good to learn gradually over time. As I mentioned, this measure is still a proposal, and the latest status is on the 30th of November 23, we had a relevant bill tabled in Parliament, However, it has not been passed by the House of Representatives, and it may be some time before it does. If it occurs, the bill will move to the Senate, and as we often see, there may well be modifications to the bill before it becomes law, or whilst probably unlikely, it's possible that the measure may be abandoned. So today's podcast will cover the proposal as it currently stands. So what is Division 296? D296 is a proposed new tax targeted at those with high super balances. It's proposed to commence from 1 July 2025, that is, it will first be levied for the period 1 July 2025 to 30 June 2026. Division 296 is named after the relevant section of the 1997 Income Tax Act, which is not very imaginative, but at least will make it easy in the future if we need to look up the specific legislation. So when does D296 apply? D296 applies where a client's total super balance as of 30 June 2026 is more than $3 million dollars, and the 30 June 2026 adjusted total super balance has increased from their 30 June 2025 total super balance. And yes, it's a complicated calculation, but I think once you see an example, this will become a bit easier to understand. So with this $3 million threshold, will it be indexed? As it currently stands, no. Unlike most figures, like the general transfer balance cap, contribution caps, total super thresholds for non-concessional eligibility, etc., this 3 million threshold is proposed to not be indexed. Also, this threshold doesn't actually make the client withdraw from their super to stay within the threshold, although some clients may choose to do so. It just means that they're subject to additional tax on the growth and earnings that has occurred during that financial year with an adjustment for contributions and withdrawals. So what portion of the earnings are subject to D296? The D296 tax rate is 15% and applied to the portion of the client's taxable super earnings which will be a new term and I'll abbreviate to TSE for taxable super earnings, with that proportion varying depending on the circumstances. So how is that TSE for the purpose of D293 calculated? So the definition of the TSE, total super earnings, effectively taxes not just the income, but also the unrealised capital gain. Now it's pretty standard for the system to tax income and realised capital gain, but as far as I know, this is actually the first time in Australia that there's been a federal tax that also applies to unrealised gains. So where D296 apply, a client's total super earnings are worked out by applying a formula, which for the 25-26 financial year is a client's total super balance as at 30 June 2026, plus withdrawals made during the 25-26 financial year, minus contributions received during the 25-26 financial year, net of contributions tax if applicable, and then minus by the lesser of their total super balance as at 30 June 2025, or $3 million. So once the client's TSE is known, 
will determine the percentage of the TSE that's subject to D296. This is their TSB as at 30 June 2026, minus the $3 million threshold, and then this amount divided by their TSB as at 30 June 26. The final step is to multiply the TSE by the percentage of the TSE subject to D296, and then multiply by the 15% tax rate. So as a simple example to illustrate that calculation, let's say if a client will have a total super balance as at 30 June 2026 of $4 million, and had a total super balance as at 30 June 2025 of $3.5 million. And just for simplicity, let's assume they've had no withdrawals or contributions during the 25-26 financial year. So their total super earnings, TSE, for the 25-26 financial year will be $500,000. That is the previously mentioned $4 million, 30 June 26 balance, minus the $3.5 million, which is the 30 June 25 balance. The percentage of the TSE subject to D296 is 25%. That is the $4 million, minus the $3 million threshold, equals a million dollars, minus that aforementioned $4 million, equals 25%. So then the final step is the 500,000 TSE multiplied by 25%, multiplied by the 15% rate, which equals $18,750 as a 25-26 D296 liability. So the principle being it really only applies to the portion of the earnings more than $3 million. It's not on the whole amount more than the $3 million or the whole amount of the increase above $3 million. So as you can see from the calculation, the two main differences between D296 and the usual 15% tax on earnings in accumulation phase is that D296 also applies to unrealized gains. However, that 15% rate only applies to the portion of the earnings that are deemed to be generated via the formula by the amount in super that's above the $3 million threshold. So are there any exceptions from D296? There's three under the current proposal, uh, none of which are probably going to come up too often. So the first category is if the client passes away, they're not subject to D296 for the year of death. So for an example, if someone passed away on the 12th of December 2025, regardless of the amounts, etc., they would not be subject to the D296 tax during the 25-26 financial year. The second exemption category is for clients who have um, ever made a personal injury contribution to super. Now, broadly, this is a type of contribution uh, that's designed for lump sum workers' compensation payments, structured settlements, and court-ordered personal injury payments. Such people are exempt from D296 forever. So unlike the death exemption that only applies to the year of death, clients in the personal injury category are exempt from D296 during 25-26 and all subsequent financial years. And the third exemption category is D296 won't apply to child death benefit pensions. So what actions should you be taking for your clients? Well, I hope this podcast will assist you, respond to questions from clients, and has laid the base for when you look at this topic in more detail in the future. But right now, I'd suggest no real action, uh, firstly because the measure is a proposal, and also for the clients who could benefit from taking action, uh, this will involve the sort of strategies that we can implement late in the 2024-25 financial year. There'll likely be a few trickier ones, but high level, the most common strategy is likely to be a client making a partial withdrawal from their super, where it's likely that the client will pay more in D296 by continuing to hold that certain amount inside super, compared to the income tax on the subsequent income they would pay personally if they withdrew the amount and invested in their own name, or perhaps their spouse's name. And for further material on D296, the fortnightly webinar number 94 
on Wednesday the 14th of February, we'll cover more case studies, including what happens if there's negative taxable super earnings, how D296 will be levied, and other potential strategies. So please register for this session when you receive the email invite or close to the date on the events and webinars page of BT Academy. This D296 session will be one fortnight after our next webinar, which is webinar number 93, and will be hosted by Tim Howard at New New South Wales time on Wednesday the 31st of January on the topic of understanding contributions. In the meantime, if you have any technical questions, you can contact us on the BT Technical Services hotline on 1800 655 901 or by email to technical at also, please don't forget, you can watch all our previous BT Academy episode webinars and register for the live sessions, which allow you to participate in the polls, Q&A and discussion. And you can do this by heading to www.bt.com.au slash professional and following the links to the BT Academy webinar series. Thanks for joining me. And until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory, and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations, or needs.